are now listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Dad Rules Podcast, where we help you dad better. And I'm one of your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. What's going on? Not much, man. Let's get to it. All right. So today's topic is going to be beauty is only skin deep. Some of y'all might have heard of the Temptation song. That's what we're talking about today. Beauty is only skin deep. Tremaine, start us off. Yeah. Um, beauty is only skin deep. This is really like, I feel like it's something that girls need to go know too. But like, it's very important for guys to know it. I guess I got a son. So I'm really like looking at it like that because I just know that we're visual. Like we're visual creatures. Like us as men, like when we're looking for a mate, a wife, a mother uh, for our children, like first thing we looking at is beauty, man. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, is that how you, (laughs) I mean, she gotta be pretty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. (laughs) But it's like, when I'm advising him, I'm like, man, I need to tell him like, okay, I know you gonna, cause like, it's like the beauty, it likes, it lures you in. And if you're not thinking properly and you ready for what's coming, like you can get sucked in and make some serious mistakes and have like a lifetime commitment that's linked with unhappiness. I mean, that's just real. So yes, I feel like beauty is important. I think I think any man would be not being totally honest if they said, man, I don't care what she looked like. No, I think you care what she looked like. It may not be as important as it was when you were, you know, 18, 19, 20, you know, but to me, the most important thing is Who is she on the inside? And I look at that like I was talking to a friend probably last week sometime and we were talking and he, you know, he's, he's got his stuff together. You know, he's a professional. He's, you know, in his career and he's really looking to get married. And he was just like, man, the dating game out here is just crazy right now. Like, I can't find anybody that's suitable, you know? And I'm telling him, I'm like, he's like, what, what do we look, what do I even look? You know, if I'm really trying to find somebody, right? And I'm telling him, and the sad thing was, first thing that came to mind, I was like, man, you probably need to go look at like a charity event or something like that, right? To find somebody that you know has something good on the inside that you can work with. Yeah. And the reason I said a charity event was because if a girl is there at a charity event, that tells me already that she cares about others. Yeah. I think one of the most things that I would hate to have in somebody that I was serious with was that she was selfish or she only cared about herself or that she wasn't patient. See, all of that stuff right there 
that tells me how good of a mother you're going to be. Yeah. So like a personal story with me, when I first met my wife, it was one of the first signs that said, hey, you need to marry her. Ding, 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 ding. You need to marry her. When I went to go visit her, we went to a cookout and her, her not her grandmother, her great-grandmother was at the cookout. And I think her great-grandmother may have been here in her late 80s or something like that. And she yeah. was given the task to take her home. So we're riding together to take her grandmother home. And I saw her take her grandmother and walk her into the house. I think I might have mentioned this before. And I saw how patient she was. I saw how gentle she was. I saw how caring she was for her grandmother. It wasn't that I'm getting so caught up into being in my early 20s and I can't go over here and do this. I need to hurry up and go over here so we can go, I don't know, go to the club over here or whatever. That wasn't on her mind. Her mind was taking care of her grandmother and yeah. doing what she had to do to take care of her grandmother at that point. Um, yeah. So that's why I said, like, it's, it's really big for me. And I feel like a lot of guys... That's the main thing you need to be looking for. Is she caring? Is she patient? Does she put others before herself? Because those are the things that when it comes to marriage, you got to have. You got to have somebody that can compromise. And I think like even with being submissive, and I will tell, I will tell Jonah this, my son, even with being submissive, I think a lot of times being submissive has a bad rep that submissiveness means that I'm, I'm going to tell you what to do all the time or that you're my slave or whatever the case is. That's not submissiveness. You know what I'm saying? Submissiveness is, mm -hmm. I say, hey, honey, I got a business idea. This is what I think will be great for our family. And she said, honey, you know, listen to your idea. I think so too. Like that's the more the way that I look at my wife being submissive to me. Now with submissiveness comes a lot of power because the more ideas I bring to her and she goes along with what I say, then the one time that I bring a bad idea and she say, honey, I don't think that's a good idea. That makes me think, okay, she went with everything else that I had before. So if she's saying no right now, that's telling me that this is a terrible idea. And she was saying no all the time. No, 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 no. I wouldn't pay no attention to it when she said yes. But by her saying yes so much for things that I felt like was good for our family and letting me lead in my natural role, when she does say, I don't think that's a good idea, I listen. So isn't that power? Oh, yeah. So, you know, that's kind of how I look at it. Um, I have a question that I want to ask you, but I'm not going to ask you right now because I want to know your initial thoughts on what I just said. And then I'll ask the question. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, um, beauty is, uh, is only skin deep, right? So... You know, you, you kind of started off with, you know, beauty is important or whatever visual, you know, folks that we are being men or whatever. And then, I mean, that is definitely true. But I'll say this as beautiful as my wife is to me, 
and just in general, because my wife is beautiful, I'm not going to even use a qualifier as to me. Um, I would not be with her if she didn't have the substance of other things. You know, if my wife was uh, a rude person, I, I, I couldn't, I still couldn't be with her. If she was, you know, like you said, one of the things you talked about was selfish. If she was that way, if she was uh, just not kind hearted, no, I, I couldn't be with that, you know? So, so to me, and again, it's, it's so tough, I think, to explain to young guys, to young boys, to young men, that it's not always about the looks. Yes, you know, you, you, you're going pursuing a, a woman, you, you, you're gonna be looking at her, that's the first thing that you see, right? Um, but it can't be the only thing, it can't be the drive and it can't be everything, you know, looks, yeah. looks can't be yeah, everything. Um, yeah, you have to, there has to be a level of attraction there for sure, absolutely. Um, but it can't be everything, you know. I, I, I would think that you would want someone that's going to, like I said, to be kind, that's going to be supportive, that's going to, uh, uh, you know, help complete you, you know, not someone that's just going to be some arm candy, you know, and, and that's it. That's, no, we, we, don't, we don't need that, you know. And I, as a man, and when I was, you know, going this search for a wife, I was like, man, I don't, I don't need all of that, you know. Um, I want somebody that's that's beautiful for sure, but I want someone that's beautiful on the inside and on the outside. Yeah. You know, I think back to uh, one of my favorite movies, uh, Denzel Washington's character, one of my favorite movies that Denzel Washington played in is Training Day. And, you know, he's got a little, it's a really, 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 really small quote in that movie. He was walking by this girl and, you know, she was kind of, you know, oh, all like that or whatever. And so he just kind of dismissed her and he was, he said, all that jelly, no toast. When he was going to go meet with, you know, his, his, yeah. his. Wow. I remember mom. that quote. Yeah. But I didn't think about it like you thought about it. Yeah. He said all that jelly and no toast. That what that told me was that this girl might have had all the voluptuous characteristics that a man might want, all, mm -hmm. all of the beauty and all this stuff. But she didn't have it up here. She didn't yeah. have the, the, the substance. You think about a, a, a piece of toast with some jelly on it. The substance is the bread, okay? The jelly is just the, the little stuff on the top that just little extra stuff. So oh. to me, that's what he was saying. That's how I always took that quote. That yeah. the girl was, you know, she might've had all this, you know, and for the viewers, for the, for the listeners who can't see me, I'm talking about all the shapes and the curves and, you know, all the beauty, but she didn't have what it takes up top to be someone that he would want to be with. And that's how I always internalize that quote. And for me, you know, seeing that, you know, it's, it's always rung true to me. You know, it's, it's more than just, you know, the hips and the, the curves or the, the how pretty, you know, she is. And I'm going to, I'll even be talking to, I, I would say the same thing to, to our daughters, you know, to my daughter, you know, just because you think a man is so cute or he's so fine or whatever, you know, if he ain't about nothing, you need to be going in the other direction. You don't need to be giving him your time. You know, you don't need to be doing that because if he ain't about nothing, if he's not about treating you right, respecting you, respecting your boundaries, all of that, has no ambitions or goals, 
you know, if he's if he's if he's not, you know, have some type of of of, of, of kindheartedness about himself or no respect for himself, you know, he's not gonna respect you. So yeah. keep it moving. Same thing. I I tell the same thing to my daughter as I would to my son. Looks on everything. Look can be deceiving, and don't yeah. get fooled. Yeah, and like with with our daughters, I feel like that energy that you're telling her to go into the relationship with, right? That energy should be there from the beginning. From the start, you need to have that mentality. I don't believe in starting one way and then saying at the end, oh, I got this, I got this standard here and I got this right here and I need you to do this here. No, you need to put what you are looking for at the beginning, that needs to be known soon as you meet that person. Look, I ain't about this. I'm not about that. So if that's what you're looking for, I'm not the one. And right. honestly, when I when I met my wife, that was one of the first conversations we had. She she said, really? I'm not for this. I'm not for that. If that ain't what you, if that's what you're looking for, then I'm not the one. And I think before me, that would put some of them away. Like, okay, all right. But for me, it was like, yes, that's what I'm looking for. So, you yeah, know. yeah. That's why I said, like, just be straight up at the beginning on what you want. And I'm not saying have a laundry list of things that you expected for a man to do. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying, like, your standards, if you got some things that you're standing on, let that be known at the beginning. And if yeah. he for it, he for it. If he not, then he not the one. And you can save yourself a whole lot of heartache and a whole lot of drama. And all that, you can save yourself from that and don't damage yourself for future relationships. That's right. So That's it right. kind of brings me to the point. I got a son, you got a son, you got a daughter. My question to you is, are there, in the climate that we're in, and it seems to me as, as though I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, any viewers correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me that marriage is not the same anymore. It's a lot of people that don't wanna get married. A lot of people don't wanna be married. That's what I'm saying. Marriage is not the cool thing to do anymore. Mm -hmm. And in the social climate that we're in, where pretty much men are on this side and women are on this side, and we're acting as if we don't need to be each other. We don't need to form unions with one another. My question to you, with how children are being raised, and this is Dad Roots podcast, so this is why I'm talking about this because we're raising these kids. Are there going to be suitable husbands and suitable wives for our children? We're raising our children to be married. Are there going to be enough suitable 
adults when they get older for our kids. Hmm. I don't think it's something for us to worry about, but I just want to spark conversation with it. Yeah, so I I, I definitely think um, the 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 climate that we're in today is very different than how uh, we grew up. You know, when we were you know our kids' age or whatever, it's, it's definitely different, right? Um, I do think that some of the challenges that they have. Um, with wanting to be married and things like that, I, we didn't have those same challenges. And it kind of breaks my heart sometimes when I think about it, when I say, man, you know, when I look at some of these females who are out here and they're doing this, they're doing that, or is one of them going to be able to be, you know, have the toast for my son? you know, that he's looking for, right? If I'm using, going back to, to the training day example that I was talking about a minute ago. And then I think about the same thing with my daughter, you know, are, are there any guys out there that are willing to make a commitment, you know, that lifetime commitment, you know, to be able to say, hey, you know, I want to raise a family, you know, and not wait until they're, you know, 45, 50 years old to do so, you know? that will, you know, come and make a life with my daughter, you know? And I, I kind of think about those things sometimes, but, you know, I have to believe that, you know, society's change and, you know, those social climates change, um, but there's always going to be somebody who's going to get raised the right way. People are still getting raised the right way. And, you know, I think that's part of the reason why we're here to continue to kind of push this and say, hey, you know, we got to raise our kids the right way. And, um, so yeah, but it's it's gonna look very different, you know. I don't know what the statistics are, but I do know that people. It seems to me this is just this this isn't. I, I don't have the actual facts, but it seems like people get married later and later now. Like they're not getting married right out of high school like they used to, right? Um, I didn't get married right out of high school. I didn't get married. I was twenty seven when I got married, you know, and. You know, some people now, maybe the, the average age of getting married now, I don't know what it is, but I'm quite sure it's different than it was 20, 30 years ago. And I think that's part of, you know, the, the climate we live in, the culture that we have here, that people feel like I've got to accumulate these things before I go and get married. Yeah. What do you think about it? Um, I think... I think that I, I agree with you. I feel that there will be people for our kids because I do feel like it's people that value marriage still. Um, I think we have to be realistic with our daughters on what marriage is supposed to be. And I think I talked about this before, not looking at your mother and father's marriage and looking at them and saying, oh, I don't want that kind of marriage or that marriage wasn't good enough for me. You don't know what your parents got going on. Yeah. Okay. You don't know what, you don't know the grounds that they met on. You don't know all that. You weren't here when they met. You weren't, you didn't see every single thing that they went through in their relationship. You don't know the understanding that they have in their relationship. It's not your job to judge your parents' marriage. Um, and then I use John and John and Martha from across the street. 
Mm-hmm. It's not your job to look at their marriage and think that their marriage is perfect. So I think we need a realistic expectations when it comes to marriage. And I think that's mostly for our, our daughters. They need that realistic expectation for what marriage is. Coming yeah. together, working with each other, building together, um, finding somebody um, where they're at. You see where they're at. You have to understand that this person may not change. They may not get better than what they are. They may not get worse than what they are. They may stay the same for the rest of your life. You got to be okay with that when you meet someone. You can't meet someone based off of potential thinking that you can change them and thinking that they're going to get better. You can't go into a relationship like that. So I think we have to be very clear with our daughters with that because I've seen that more in women. Now with our sons, I think we're going to have to do more of showing them the benefits of being married because right now looking at marriage, a man goes into marriage. I think a lot of men feel like they're losing everything. Mm. When you go into marriage and I have two or three kids with this woman, when she leaves, everything I have is split in half. Chances are I'm not going to get custody of our kids. So I'm going to pay child support. And it looks as though that women are benefiting from the separation and the men are not benefiting from this separation. Yeah, but to me, that's when it becomes important for fathers, us as fathers, to explain to our, in this situation you're talking about, to our sons, that you're not getting into marriage with the intent to leave, you know, just why you have to make sure that that person is the right one for you, you know, to death do us part, as you say in your vows, right? And so you get it into it with the intent that you are staying together, not that, oh, if this doesn't work out, then I lose everything. It's not about losing everything, it's about building that life together, you know? I got, like I said before, you know, a lot of times people may uh, want to, you know, look at what other people have and not see the steps that they took to get there. Well, depending on when you get married or whenever you get married, actually, you know, if you're building together, there's value in that. That's that's a good thing. And and if you're coming in thinking, you know, well, uh, if, if this doesn't work out, then I lose everything. You can't go into that. You can't go into marriage with that mindset. It, it, to me, I would say if you're going in with that mindset, then you're maybe not mature enough to be married yet. You may need to wait a little bit. That's what I would say. But what I see, and you're a business-minded person, and me and you've had business discussions. When we before we enter a business, we count up the cost. Absolutely, you got to. You look at the gains. You look at what you could lose. So can you say that these guys that may be in their early 30s that have from their 20s have been trying to build, because pretty much in your 20s, you're trying to figure yourself out. In your mm-hmm. 30s, you, you're getting yourself together. And in your 40s, you hopefully you can start getting on a good stride, right? Mm-hmm. So the foundation that you've laid down in your 20s is at risk if the one I pick does not work. And like Martin said on his show, it's cheaper to keep. It. <laughs> it's cheaper to keep a damn boy. That's exactly what he said. That's what Otis said on Martin. Yeah. 
I can't blame these brothers for saying, no, nah, I'm going to count up the cost, man. And right now, it doesn't look like it's a benefit. And then, two, another benefit for me and Merritt is, you know, the possibility of our seed being brought forth in children, our legacy. So that's a benefit as well. Mm-hmm. The companionship. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we have to convince our guys. Because a lot of them are getting their legacy and not having that like not having to make that lifetime commitment to the women yeah. that they're they're having the kids with. Yeah. That's why I go back to, you know, I think it's I think it's important, you know, to look at family, look at it from the standpoint of family. You you're creating a family. You know, marriage is about starting your own tribe, if you will. You know, you're starting your own family. And there's definitely benefit in that. And, you know, I, I, I wouldn't do it any other way. I mean, I, 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 could, I wouldn't want to be the age I am now, you know, with nobody. Just yeah. alone. And I had a friend that was listening to the podcast and he talked about how when he grew up, it wasn't any, there weren't any male figures for him to look up to or to learn from. It was just women. But where he did find strength and where he did find what I'm supposed to do or how I'm supposed to act as a man was through his coaches. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a man that had to go outside of his home to find people that can help him, you know, become the man that he has become. It's a, it's, I think I, I hadn't, I didn't talk to him specifically about that, but I would think that it's an added motivation for him to want his kids to see that male in, in the home and not have to find it out in the community. For sure. Yeah. But, um, and it's a lot of guys too that I've heard that said, well, I didn't have my dad there, so I wanted my kids to have their dad. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a lot of different motivations that come. Um, but even even with my son, I have to make sure that he sees the great relationship that me and my wife have. It's important exactly for me right. to have a good attitude when I come home. It's important for me to talk to her a certain way. It's, it's important for him to see me and her laugh and joke together. It's that's important because I'm his first teacher of relationships. I mean, you might not want that responsibility. Like Charles Barkley said, I'm not a role model. As a father, you ain't got no choice. Right. <laughs> everything you everything you do in life as a father can be used as a blueprint for life. That's how my dad did it. That's how I'm going to do it. Well, you shouldn't say that. My dad said that, and I turned out all right. How many times we heard that? Oh, yeah. A lot of times. A lot of times. You know, it's... It's a a good topic to talk about. I'm interested to see what people um, will comment and say. 
Yeah, for Keep sure. The conversation moving forward. For sure. Yeah. You got anything else? I don't, sir. All right. We thank you guys for listening to the Dad Roots Podcast. And we want you guys to like, comment, subscribe, share. Let's get this word out there, guys. I know you guys are enjoying it. Let's share it with somebody else. And it's Mario E and Kid, and we're signing out. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your host, Mario E and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker, and Player FM. Till next time.